0: welcome to tuesday's episode this is a good one because i am talking with my mom and she's so cute i think she was nervous but she was like you know what i really enjoyed that i can see myself doing that and having a coffee and chatting so maybe she'll come back on guys I posted a question box on Instagram and I was like, do you guys have any questions for Mama Sue? And so many of you were asking about the differences between when she was parenting young kids versus now and what her thoughts are on that. Questions about mom guilt, what I was like as a child. Did you guys know that I had a goth phase? We get into it. Don't worry. Yeah, me, the one that's always wearing pink now goth phase. I have been working on something secretive, something that I think will be released pretty soon, at least like not released. It's not like I made an album or something, but I have always felt like the one solo episode per week is just not enough. I also have been wanting to write a book for a long ass time. And I was like, Renee, maybe you should do, instead of writing a book, maybe you should do a kind of like audio thing. So I've been thinking about that. I've been playing around with some ideas. I think I have nailed down what I want to do and I'm super excited about it. So stay tuned for that. Also, if you have not signed up to the Mom Room newsletter, please do. It is the most stunning thing you've ever seen in your life, and it comes out every Wednesday. And tomorrow, we are going to announce in the newsletter what the first movie is for the Mom Room Movie Club because I don't want the pressure of reading a book for a club, but I can get on board with a movie. So, go to the momroom.com, sign up to the newsletter, and yeah, I hope you guys will watch the movie and join in on the chat and answer the questions. It's going to be just a grand old time. But without further ado, guys, please welcome my mama, Mama Sue, to the Mom Room podcast. So first of all, I asked people on Instagram, did you see I put a little question box? And I was like, ask Sue. And like three different people were like, is it Sue Johnson, like the sex therapist?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I could give some sex advice. I don't yeah. know how good it would be.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, wrong Sue. But anyways, most people, okay, what I wanted to talk about first was me as a child. And oh, my first question, like, do you think Milo is like how I was as a child? Or like, is he milder?
1: Well, you cursed more than he does, but no, about the same personality, I think, like a little bit, you know, spicy. he's got that funny, yeah, spicy little personality, which is similar to what you, he is very similar to how you were at that age. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, because Pre always says like, he was a little angel as a child and Milo, like Pre, some of the things that Milo does, Pre is just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I probably did the same thing. Yeah,
1: like you, you, I could see like you'd come out, we'd be having a family barbecue and you'd come out naked. Yeah, that's like, Milo. St- yeah, stuff like that, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, oh gosh. Okay, so in your experience as a mom to three kids, like is there a phase of, and by phase I mean like age of your children that you found to be the most difficult or, like, had the biggest struggles?
1: Definitely, like, 11, 12, 13.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Not, like, so not teenage years, but, like, 11, 12. So that would be, like, grade? 7, 8. Okay, and why? It's
1: just that stage where you're developing into your... I don't know how to
0: explain it. Like you're just... uh, Talking back and like...
1: Yeah, like you're, you're spreading your wings and just trying to set boundaries.
0: For me, when I think of that age, I think of like the scary part is like socially... So, like, right now, Milo can be friends with anyone, and it's like, okay, whatever. Like, it doesn't really matter. But I feel like at that age, like, your friends start to matter.
1: Yes, and the struggle is when you're, you know, trying to fit in or people are hurting your feelings, and you have to deal with that, like, to help build self-esteem and confidence and, you know, those kind of things. So when you come home, when they come home upset about something, then it's how do you handle it? so that, you know, they're, they're going to deal with it and it's not going to affect them that much. It's to build their self-esteem. So that's what I found.
0: Did you ever find it annoying that, because like as teenagers or even like Milo's age, even like when he was three, like he will think something is like the biggest deal, the world is going to end. And I feel like that would just continue as kids get older. And as an adult and like as the parent, you must just be in your mind like, you know, the fact that your friend didn't want to sit with you at lunch today or like whatever actually doesn't matter. But to them, it's like, it's like the biggest thing in the world.
1: You can't negate those feelings because it is a big deal to them at that stage. I mean, and that never changes. I see your struggles as a mother now. And I think, oh, my God, like in three years, that's not even going to matter. Like it's.
0: And similar to that, like I look at Liza and like she was worried about like formula or something. And I was like, honestly, like she's going to be eating chicken nuggets and like goldfish <laughs> in like six months,
1: <laughs> you know. but yeah, so that never ends. That's always, you know, once you experience something, then it's not, then you realize it's not as big a deal as what you make it up to be in your mind at the time because you are struggling. It's like your bedtime struggles.
0: I start to kind of look at it a little bit differently now. And I, I try not to have expectations around like bedtime. Like, okay, this could be like terrible. But in the moment, it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know what it is. And then I think to you having three kids and like dad was working away a lot. So you were probably dealing with that on your own. And I'm like, how did you not just like lose your mind and like punch a <laughs> hole in the wall? But you were the only one that
1: gave me bedtime struggles. Oh, like, okay. I don't remember that with the, the other two at all.
0: So do you look at Milo and the trouble that we have with Milo sometimes and you're like, I say, pay
1: hey, back to <laughs> <again>, Renee. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh, my God. So do you think you were just, like, more relaxed or, like...
1: No, like, you know, I I get anxious, like, when situations pop up. So I remember sitting outside on the porch listening to you screaming on the inside of the house, you know, because we also had to put a lock on your door on the outside, which I know is not... But we had to do it on the outside because you were just... You just would not go to bed. And some people would say, well, that doesn't matter. But like back then, I was very routine was so important because you're alone and you have three children. So but you weren't a big sleeper. And I didn't care what you did in your room. Like you could play, you could do whatever. But you didn't want that. You like you wanted to scream and throw your toys and empty your drawers and strip your bed until you'd exhaust yourself. And you'd fall asleep on the floor. I'd pick you, I'd make your bed, pick you up, put you in bed, clean your room. And that would be that. So
0: like, do you remember at what time about I would start to fall asleep? Like, are we talking like 10 p.m. or like something like that?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think it took very long. And it really, I didn't have to do that for any length of time. Like, you know, I don't remember. That wasn't a continual thing for weeks on end.
0: And like, did I ever wake up Liza? Because that's what I always think about too. Like, like imagine people that have kids closer together, where one is like, you know, having bedtime struggles and freaking out, and then you have a baby in the next room. Like, no,
1: but don't forget, Liza, you're you're four years apart. Uh, Liza wasn't when this was taking place. You must have been younger than Milo because Liza wasn't born. Oh, okay. we were still living. On Burton. So you were in school. You started, yeah, you started school when Liza was born. So you started in September. Liza was born in October. So I didn't have those struggles then. So you must have been younger.
0: And so, like, looking back, like, that's just like one small piece of parenting that can be stressful. Do you ever remember having the thoughts? Because obviously, like, I share about everything on Instagram. Like, do you ever just like look at that and like stuff that I share and like things that I think are a big deal and you're just like, oh my God, like why are they making this a big deal?
1: I, I do, but not in the sense that you mean like this isn't a big deal. It, it just for us back then, we didn't have anything to compare. I was thinking about it earlier today, like we just parented on instinct like we used common sense. We didn't have all that other information that you have that you can say, you know, like like the uh, sleep training, this and that. We just did what would work for our family. And we I knew that we needed a schedule. I needed some alone time. I needed some downtime. And even when dad would be home, like we wanted our time. So it made sense for us that bedtime was bedtime. And, you know, so we just did that. We didn't think. Is this? What's the psychologist going to say? Or what is the? <laughs> you know, like we just did. What, what What worked for us?
0: Did you ever buy like a parenting book? I did
1: when you guys were a little bit older. That remember I told you about that Barbara Coloroso? Or yeah, she still has books out there. And that remember I said look into her because you know she deals a lot with respect, like having respect for her, and and probably. I started reading her book when you kids were a little bit older. Like, that's when the struggles are more, for me anyways, like you were talking about your goth stage and, (laughs) and, you know. But I was very fortunate. I never had sleepless nights with any of you, you know. Like, some parents don't have that luxury. I didn't have that.
0: Like, some people that I know, like, in person, will be like, oh man, like if we're going through a phase where we're having bedtime battles with Milo, they'll message me and be like, they have two kids. And they're like, we've never had this. And I'm like, oh my God, like what is going on? But I don't know. It's just some kids are, I don't know, spicy. And then if we don't hold boundaries, they like attack and
1: And there's so many things during the day that could have been upsetting to to them. Or you ask me questions all the time about like you as a child or, and like, I don't know if we were just like so hyper-focused on just getting through the days, but I don't have like a whole lot of memories. Like when did you start, you know, eating solid.
0: Yeah, I don't remember any of that kind of stuff, even with Milo, and he's only four. But I feel like today, not even just with parenting, but with everything, like exercise, eat properly, like meditate, like do this, do that. Like make sure you have like hobbies and go out for dinners. Like we're trying to do everything to like the best.
1: Yeah, you put so much stress on yourselves like I just we never had that like I told you I never I couldn't google like what's the best toy to buy my child at Christmas or what's you know you just you just did it you just did it like And we also had, like, I had Auntie Carrie. So, and she was in the exact same situation as I did. She had children, and her husband was working overseas also. So, like, we had each other, but we never, like, compared parenting or...
0: Like, you never, like, saw her do something, and you were like, oh, my God, like... No, not, no. It just wasn't like that. See, I swear to God... Having access to so much information about every little thing is, it's like torture mentally, kind of. It is,
1: it is. And and also, like uh, you talk about mom guilt. Well, I never had mom guilt when I was going through mommy. But now that I've got all this new information in my head, you know, of what was right, you know, what's right now and what, you know, and I think, oh, my God, I didn't do that. Like, and now the guilt comes in and my kids are like 40, <laughs> and 33. Like, you guys are raised, but now I think, oh, my God, like, I should have done that differently. Like, maybe, you know, this would be different or, yeah, so the mom guilt never goes like a way once you start putting all this information into your head and not just going by instinct and
0: okay let's talk about my goth phase because I'm sure people were like what the fuck you're just gonna skip past that <laughs> so this was what like grade seven I think
1: Yeah, six seven I think mm-hmm I should find a picture because when you mentioned the goth phase, you know, with, of, with topics to speak about, like I was trying to think of how I reacted and you were saying, was I worried or, and I don't think I was worried, than more than embarrassed. Like, you know, because it's like I didn't even, like we'd go to the mall or something. I think, oh my God, like you'd be walking like six feet behind, you know, the slick down hair with the, uh, the root. Like, right down the middle, you know, not smiling, miserable, like, just, you know, black T-shirts. And I remember, like, talking about bouncing things off, talking to Auntie Carrie, because her girl... Like, Jennifer was, like, almost two years older than you, so. And I said, oh, like, I'm, like, worried. Like, she dresses so terribly and, you know.
0: Like. Oh, my God. Charlie is, like, if Charlie listens to this, she's going to be appalled. Like you had the
1: dark, dark circles under your eyes, like you're fair to start off with. So you had, you know, and you're greased, Like It's not that your hair was greasy, but that's what it looked like. You'd slick it right down really flat. And you were, you know, the black baggy T-shirts, the big, big, like those Jenko Jen Jen jeans.
0: jeans. Yeah, like,
1: you know, like, and just like, just your hair would cover most of your face. And I remember Auntie Carrie saying, Oh, she'll grow out of it. Like, you know, she said, just wait until... Because her girls were wearing all nice jeans and nice little tops. And I'm thinking, what the hell? You
0: know? Yeah, I would be so worried that... I think you were just...
1: Because you were so tall and thin, so you'd wear baggy clothes to hide all that. Like, you didn't have... Like, you hadn't developed yet, you know, like some
0: of your friends. I still haven't developed. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> neither did I, so... but. Uh, <laughs> And I think once you start feeling comfortable with your body, like, I remember the first form-fitting jeans and top you put on, like, I was like, hallelujah, like, you know, she's, you know, it just went away, like. I used to listen to Marilyn Manson. But you listened to other things, too, so I wasn't too concerned. Like, it was, I never was concerned, but I was just, I thought, oh, I just wanted you to look like, you know normal and you did (laughs) by grade eight by grade eight you had uh once like you got comfortable with yourself yeah
0: this episode is brought to you by little spoon Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies specifically in my sinuses to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. My dad worked away a lot when we were younger, like out of the country. And I always think about that because like pre stays late at the hospital one night and I'm like, oh my God. Like,
1: I know. I and cringed. we have
0: one, we have one child. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about like, okay, three children, like on your own for like months at a time. But obviously it was a decision you guys well it made. was it
1: wasn't even something that we sat down and discussed that's how it was before we were even married. Oh. You know, dad worked away right out of high school. You know, he was contracting, so that's it would be six weeks, you know, at a time or sometimes it was like he was home on the weekends when Jesse was like a newborn baby. He'd be home on weekends.
0: And, like, did that bother you, or were you just like, oh, this is his job? Because, like, I understand that Pre has an important job. Like, I don't necessarily want it to change, but sometimes I feel, like, almost, like, resentful because I don't get to do what he gets to do. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, in our situation, it was different. There was no resentment at all because if anything I felt bad for your dad because he lived in a bunkhouse and I had everything like I you know I had the paychecks went in the bank I lived my life we had a house you know I got to see my family we you know got to take little trips up to Timmins and visit Auntie Dawn and Uncle Gary he was the one that life was passing him by because he was working. So he missed out on a lot of things, you know, but that was just what we did. That was, that was his job. You know, those are the sacrifices we made. Do you remember though, like when we sold everything and we moved to Halebury. So dad went back to school when he was 80. Yeah. So we did that when that was a decision that we made thinking that, you know, it would, change his career path you know so and that worked that worked out well but it still ended up working overseas
0: so the like some of the most popular episodes or topics that people listen to or want to know more about is like about marriage especially like when you have young kids and like how your relationship changes so you then would have had almost like a double whammy cuz it was long distance f- at some points and then you also had little kids like was it irritating when he would come home because like you had a routine and everything like
1: <laughs> yeah no i i had my my life <laughs> yeah it did it changed everything you know when he would come home and of course he's the hero, he'd come home with gifts and you know, like he hadn't been the one enforcing the rules and he didn't even know the rules, you know. So yeah, that that was that was tough, especially when you're younger, you know. But we also looked at a lot of the positives when your father would come home. He was home for six weeks and eight weeks at a time, full time. So we could get to do all kinds of things, you know. It was just a, a, a life, and we made the best the best of it for us. We made it work for us, and a lot of people do it for in different careers. So
0: once you get older and you like learn about all the different jobs that people have that you don't like in school. I feel like everyone's parents just like worked and then came home at like five and they had dinner, like. Living here, like you learn about so many different jobs and it's like, oh my gosh, like people do all kinds of things like that are not regular hours.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I remember, you know, you'd, you'd be in social situations and people say, oh, what does your husband do? And, you know, when they'd find out that he's away like for like sometimes, well, like he's been on some contracts where he was gone actually eight months before coming home, you know, because he'd be setting everything up. And so he couldn't really leave. And don't forget, this is in like the 80s when there's no internet. And like we were not like FaceTime, that didn't even exist back then. Like there'd be sometimes a month I wouldn't get a phone call because he's up on some mountain somewhere, you know, so that's just the way it was. But I'd be in social situations and women would say, oh, my God, my husband could never leave me or the kids for that long, you know, and you just sit there and think, yeah, and I wouldn't want my husband home every night laying on the couch watching Sports, at least when my husband's home like in my mind that's how I was you know when my husband's home it's like full on like we're going on trips we're doing stuff you know like we're you yeah he's at home every night but like napping on the couch might as well not
0: be Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of traveling all over once we were older, you started to travel with dad. So what are some of the coolest places that you guys, maybe not cool as in like luxurious and like you'd want to go there again, but unique places, let's say that.
1: Well, it was a big experience living in Tembagapura and up on the mountain in Papua New Guinea, you know, like in Indonesia. That was like culturally isolated, like choppering up, like taking the chopper up, you know, to the mountain and, you know, there's no getting down from there and, you know, having the natives walking around. Just the different cultures was very, and the food and that was the most unique.
0: How long were you guys there for?
1: Two years. Like dad was there like twice through his career, once early in his career and then Later on, and he was there a little bit longer than I was, but I think two years.
0: So, were you guys ever somewhere, and you think like, oh, I would like to go back there?
1: Like, I really enjoyed Santiago. Like, like living in Chile was was cosmopolitan. You know, like we lived in a really nice area, and so I I enjoyed that. I think I would go back there, but I don't know. Traveling is not a big priority for us anymore especially your father I don't think I would get him it's going to be hard to get him to go anywhere he's
0: that's what I was thinking if we if we go on a family vacation like is he going to come
1: oh he'll come but like for him especially if it's like an all-inclusive resort kind of thing that's definitely not his cup of tea so what about Disneyland well even I'm not I'll do it (laughs) But that's not my idea of uh, relaxation. A holiday. That's when you need. That's one of those holidays you need a holiday
0: from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disney. Don't listen to that. Please sponsor me. Okay.
1: Yeah, and, and our motorcycle days. Like I, I think if we were to do anything again, like your, like your dad would want to mm-hmm. do, like the California trip again with the motorcycle, because we did a lot of that. That would be something that we would like to do again. But as we're getting older, we're a little nervous about it. So safety wise. Do you remember
0: like years ago when you were always so sad because you didn't have grandchildren? Yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember walking around it. We were living in Santiago and I, I used to go to the park and walk. And one day, and I don't even know why this thought came into my head. I started doing math. And you were, you were married at the time.
0: No, because we got married when I was pregnant.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. So,
0: yeah. So, so you, we you were probably were like engaged yeah. or yeah. yeah.
1: I just started doing math. Like, you know, I was doing, counting down Jesse and like thinking, oh my God, if they had a baby like tomorrow, I probably won't be here for like you know cuz then they they all you know kids stay in school longer so by the time they get married and have their own children I'm thinking oh my god like I'm not even going to be around or not being very active in their lives you know and I got really sad so it's totally different because of Meman. like Memel is a great grandma and she's still a young you know, she's still young, so she's experienced, like, you guys getting married, having kids, and, like, that's not going to be my, my life. Isn't
0: that crazy how different it is now? Like, you had all three kids before what age?
1: I had Liza when I was 30. I was in the hospital. My 30th birthday was... I had had Liza.
0: Oh, I was always thinking it was younger, but yeah, we're spaced out. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Jesse's was born
1: in 81, you in 85 and Liza in 89.
0: Like what made you have one and then decide like four years later that you were going to have another?
1: It took me that long to get over. <laughs> like I, all I remember about motherhood is just being exhausted like being tired all the time. So when one went off to school, I had a newborn at home. So that that was, it worked, you know. I don't remember really sitting down saying, oh, let's have another baby.
0: Most people would have gotten pregnant then a lot sooner. Like, were you preventing pregnancy? I was on the birth control pill, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But I didn't get pregnant on the pill. I don't know. I, those are some things that I just... <laughs> you blanked out. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, and I remember telling you about when Liza was born and dad was working in town at the time, and I remember sitting there, I'd had a C section. I just got out of the hospital, it was Halloween night, like Halloween Eve evening. And I had I had just got home from the hospital and I didn't want like Halloween to be ruined for you and Jesse, you know, so I had pumpkins and I was like trying to watch you guys carve pumpkins and to go out to halloween get your costumes and i remember dad packing his lunch to leave to go to work about 10 o'clock at night and i just like burst out crying like thinking i cannot do this like three there was a three of you now and it was like halloween and you know trying to do everything and i remember that being like really like tough like thinking
0: how can i do this but you do (laughs) you do I know you just do but like just in your opinion do you think it's harder to have like an older child and then like a newborn or have like multiple within a year apart like oh
1: I I I think at that time having the kids one right after the other is like like really hard I I really do like yeah, I think it's really hard. But then like later on it gets easy. It gets easy. So it's it's just there's no one better way. It's just what's good for you, I guess. Like like remember Jen with her three little ones, like three under four, I think it was, or
0: I know my friend right now has three under two. Like, she I had can't twins. even
1: imagine. I know. Okay, I can't.
0: I know, I know.
1: Like, and I always say, there's a reason why young people have babies and not, like, because it is it is exhausting. You need your your strength. No, but and
0: nowadays, everybody has kids so much later, you know? Like, people start in their mid-30s. And so... Oh, uh, wait,
1: for us, like, for our lifestyle... I am so happy that we had our children the way we did. Like we were, we're still, you know, relatively healthy, and we can still travel. We did lots. Like, you know, you guys have been on your own for a long time, so I'm talking like, like by the time we were like 45, we were able to travel. We didn't worry about you guys so much, you know, and so we were still young but old enough and and financially better prepared to do things. When you're young, you're just starting off in your careers and, you know, you've got mortgages and you've got stuff. So then it's hard to live your life the way you want to, even though you don't have children. Like, if you wait longer, you know, you're not always able to do the things that you would like to do.
0: Yeah, I feel like I was lucky, like, to do everything that I did until age 34 and then have milo but like when i'm 54 milo will be 20 Mm -hmm. so So he'll just like
1: he'll he'll be in university
0: ideally how many grandchildren would you want or does it not matter now that you have two
1: yeah doesn't matter now that i have two
0: is that why you don't come move in with us to be a nanny (laughs) that's one thing
1: i don't know our my generation of moms and parents like we all, like, well, I, can, I can't only speak for the people that I was around, but, like, you always have to put yourselves first and your relationship first. Because to me, that's the most important thing to give your children is a mom and dad who care for each other and and do things. That, it's crucial. You know, the kids, put it this way, if I only had enough money to take one holiday a year, and we've been in that position when we were younger. We would do it together and not with the kids. Like a family vacation was not the most important thing at that time. It was more about us. Nowadays, I feel a lot of people put their, everything's about the kids, the kids, the kids. And really, kids don't need all that much, but they do need parents, that are like, have a strong front and, you know, and then eventually the kids go away, so.
0: My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. i find a lot of people especially now because so many people like go away to school and then travel for work and marry someone from a different country like so many people have kids with like zero help around like zero family And, like, I look at, like, my one friend, for example, that has three under two. Like, she is surrounded by, like, her sisters, like, her mom, her family, her husband's family. Like, so much help. And I feel like if you lived with us and took care of kids, then I could have another one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that will probably never happen then. (laughs) <laughs> why i'm telling you like we've raised our children like i love my grandkids and i, I was like but i mean i still have a
0: life outside no it's so annoying though i know some grandparents don't have a life and it's not like that's like if pri's parents ever moved here because like they always like toy with that idea but like later. And I'm like, well, by the time they move here, we're not going to need help. Like anymore. Like this is bullshit. Like,
1: but all you need is for Milo to just be a little bit like getting used to you guys being away for any length of time, you know, like right now, like even I'm going next week, you know, Soma and I are going to do a joint venture with Milo for the (laughs) week, which I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about, but once he's comfortable, like He could come stay here for a month. I don't care. You know, you just don't want them crying for mommy or daddy. Like that's heartbreaking and there's nothing you can do.
0: I know. I feel like with COVID and everything, that kind of messed a lot of kids up, especially at that age, because they were just never away from their parents for like over a year. So a lot of kids have that like really anxious attachment kind of thing And not
1: only that once they get to a certain age they have lives too like milo's dead skating he's in school like you know so it's tough to but i'm living for the day that he can come here for like two weeks or like i i i can hardly wait for that day where he's comfortable enough to do it
0: So yesterday I was like, oh, next week, mommy and daddy are going to Miami. Like he doesn't even know what Miami is. And he was like, oh, and he's like, where am I going to go? And I said, well, Gigi and Sisu are going to come here next week and you're going to stay with them. And he was like, yeah, like, (laughs) but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, because I
1: talked to him about that, too, when I was there at Thanksgiving. I was like slowly, you know, like. Bringing it up so when I put him to bed that night, like it went so nice and smooth, you know. And I, I was—we were just talking about that. What are we going to do? And
0: yeah, so fingers. By crossed. the way, you have
1: to get your paint eh, if you want me to paint while you're gone.
0: Okay. Is it just then, the white?
1: No, uh, whatever you want to do in the dining room, and I'll do Milo's bedroom—the one wall in his bedroom—and oh, okay. maybe your mud room. The mud room could be white. I don't know. Anyways, you got to get that all sorted out.
0: Oh, yeah, like, I have so much time to sort out paint colors, let me tell you. <laughs> Before we end, I want to ask, like, little quick fun questions. So first one is, if you could have dinner with anybody in the world, who would it be?
1: I used to think, like, years ago, Oprah Winfrey. I'd
0: yeah. Like to sit and chat with her, but... Shawn Mendes? <laughs> <laughs> I could see Oprah for sure. Or maybe Dax Shepard. That would be fun. Okay. You have to choose a reality TV show to be on. Which reality show would you be on? Wife Swap.
1: That's not on anymore. I don't know. I don't even really watch reality TV. Love Island. (laughs)
0: what would I be on Yeah, senior love (sighs) island I don't know like I always used to want to be on big brother but I'm just like such a high maintenance sleeper that I don't think I could be on big brother but no I couldn't stand that maybe just like a housewives show I guess are you watching any shows right now other than
1: formula one some guy that's planted in a jail cell trying to get the serial killer to tell him where he hid bodies. Sounds like something I wouldn't watch. Yeah, we binge watch. So right now we're strictly watching Formula One.
0: Did you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, okay, so are you watching the new one?
1: No, we didn't actually know that there is the new one.
0: Yeah, it's called House of Dragon. It's the prequel to Game of Thrones. So it's like before...
1: Oh, yes, we watched that.
0: Yeah, it's still on right now, I think. Like, every week it comes out. Oh, okay. Like, it's brand new. We don't watch that, but I was just curious. If you could travel anywhere for, like, a few weeks, where would you go? I think I'd like to go to Spain. That's where Below Deck is, right? Right now? Like, Malta and those places are in Spain? Yeah, I'm not, uh, I haven't been watching that. Oh, What's it called? Menorca. Mallorca, yeah. Menorca, yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, I was actually just looking at uh, somebody that used to work with dad, him and his wife just come back from a 10-day canal. They rented a boat in France and did the mm-hmm. canal for 10 days.
0: Like on their own?
1: Yeah, they had they had friends with them. They say you don't even need a boat license like it's just you put down the canals in France and all go through all the little villages and stuff. I've been looking into that. I would love to do that.
0: If you could choose any podcast guest to come on this podcast, who would you choose?
1: You know who I'd like to know how her brain works? Like she's like a famous mom is Kris Jenner.
0: Oh, that would be such a Mm -hmm. good one. Oh my God. Yeah. Like how do you differentiate between
1: exploitation and family? Like how do you... Draw where do you draw the line, and you know, what are you okay with? What would you never consider? And because they're just so exposed and out there, and childhood crush. Oh, I had so many, like Donny Osmond, David Cassidy. Yeah, I had like posters. I thought for sure (laughs) I'd marry one of those two. (laughs) Yeah, Dad, that's close. Bobby Sherman, like just yeah.
0: Okay, so who would be your crush, like, celebrity person right now?
1: I go for a bit, and then I find out a little bit more about them, and then I don't like them anymore, you know? Like, remember I was, like, really into John Mayer. Like, he was my, you know, and then, like, Adam Levine, and now he's going through his own little things. Like, I love the guy from A Knight's Tale.
0: Heath Ledger?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he pass um, away? Yeah, yeah, I loved, that was one of my favorite movies, that,
0: The Breakup. What about Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, he's cute. I love him so much, oh my God. It's weird, like, I I like certain people, like, I'm drawn towards certain people, but I don't necessarily want to be in a relationship with them. But, like, Ryan Reynolds, like, I would marry Ryan Reynolds, like, (laughs) I love him. (laughs) um like I love Drake but like like I don't know if I would get along with him like personally like he might be like arrogant or like I don't know you don't know the
1: personalities
0: but like I feel like Ryan Reynolds is just like so cool did
1: you just see that this is off topic but this morning Ryan Reynolds there's a picture of him and Blake Lively and they photoshopped shoes on her or something did you see that in the yeah, I don't know. It's a big thing on BuzzFeed. They were showing how the same picture, but she had different shoes on. And it didn't look like it was photoshopped. It looked more like they were drawn on. Like she had little open-toe shoes and then she had booties. and But with the same outfit, you know? I don't know why they would do that. Maybe they're trying to make a point. I don't know, something. <laughs> I didn't really read the article, but. What? That's weird. Yeah.
0: Okay, who do you think Dad's crush would be? I don't know. I know what he used
1: to crush on. I don't know what he would now. Like who did he use? Like remember like he had every Olivia Newton John album that she ever made. Like they were right beside my Alice Cooper and my (laughs) boss. (laughs) I just found a box of old LPs and you can like just going through them, you know this is Sue's, that's Randy's, this is
0: Sue's, that's Randy's.
1: You know, Chris Christopherson, Oh Randy, Sue, so, like Boston sticks.
0: So, what would you consider your absolute favorite meal? Like a pasta dish, I
1: love pasta. Any kind of yeah, all kinds of pasta dishes. I love that's a comfort food for me.
0: Okay, well, those were my questions. Do you have any anything else that you want to say? No, I don't know. Advice for moms?
1: You know, I'm not want to give advice because like everybody is on their own journey and everything is everybody has different families and there's just no uh, right or wrong way. And I I, I know one thing, I would just don't sweat the stuff because in 10 years none of it is gonna matter. It's the big stuff, you know, it's the kids respecting and like it's the big things, the little things, Like whether they eat their carrots and none of that matters. But interrupting you, like, like, I know one thing that happens all the time now that we just would, it would never have happened in our household is like where kids rule the roost. Like they come in and they're like, oh, they're all their TV shows are on. And, you know, what if dad wants to sit there and watch, you know, soccer? Well, Blippi is not even considered like.
0: Milo does that every morning. He's like, Pre's watching the news and he's like, Bluey, I want to watch Bluey. And like Pre will say no for like a little bit. And then he just puts on Bluey. And I'm like, don't, like, don't do that. But then what's Milo going to do? Like, just sit there? I was like, go color your book, like trying to distract him. But now it's like a routine. He watches Bluey before we go to the bus. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, well, that
1: might be the morning routine, but like... Like, like Saturday morning. Like there's just times where they have to know that in the pecking order. Yeah. That, and, and that is forgotten. And I, I, I see it in people like with their kids now everywhere, the kids are the bosses in the house. And that to me, that is the biggest downfall. They're not the boss. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a big one and it, it trickles down into all kinds of other areas.
0: So, mom and dad are the boss,
1: <laughs> and that's just old school, I guess. Because
0: no, I feel like we're like that sometimes. Like it goes back and forth. Milo tries to, I don't know. Well, well it depends they on the do. situation. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then sometimes you do let them. Like, there's respect on both sides, but at Milo's age, it's different. Like, I'm talking more as, as they get older. You know. Yeah
0: all right well this was fun so what are you doing the rest of the day well this is our first one
1: i wasn't super comfortable but next time we can have another chat maybe do a a coffee chat once in a while and i'll be more prepared and more comfortable
0: a life chat